What is up? Good morning, my friend. How are you? Awesome. You must be Nev. I am Nev. Nice to meet you. Yeah, you too, man. You too. Where are you? Is that is that a real background or is that a virtual background? No, it's real. Uh, I am in the <laughs> fake names rehearsal space, also known as my basement in Neptune, New Jersey. That is awesome. How cool is yeah. that? I can't tell anymore. These days, when I'm talking to people, sometimes you think that you know they're they're in a night. There's a cool background. They're like, oh no, it's just a picture I took. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm, I, I would I would never deceive people like that. Come on, I'm, <laughs> I'm in the business of telling truths. <laughs> so, are the rest of the boys with you today? Are they out there? No, nah. no, we're we're uh, they're wherever they live right now, <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. Oh. One of them's in Sweden. I know that. Um, yeah. uh, I'm actually going to start. Uh, I'm going to go up to Michael Hampton's house, uh, the uh, better of the two guitar players, uh, next week and start figuring out how we're going to possibly play these songs live because uh, there's so many guitar parts on it. So that's going to yeah. be an interesting, interesting journey. And after we settle that, then we'll invite everybody to come and we'll get in some get into shape, get into fighting shape. That sounds good. Is there there's, is there a fridge? Is there a uh, a barbecue there? What, what do you in the gym? Well, I mean, place? what's the, is, what, the comfortable? Well, the the basement to my house is attached to an entire house. Oh, yeah. So all that stuff's like kind of you know in general population. This is sort of like a like I'm going downstairs to hide. Yeah, but we yeah we we have two barbecues, my friend. Vegetable only, meat only. Oh, That's the kind of show I run over here in New Jersey. Why? Why I'm, I should be there with you now? Like I you should. should. And I you're should, totally like, invited. It's great. Thanks, man. It'll take me a plane ride and and a little. But you were here. You were here like two weeks ago. Less than that. Yeah, it, I was. It was well. It was awesome. It was incredibly great. I had uh, I had a really good time. It was uh, people came out. Everybody seemed to be happy, which is the goal. Uh, social distortion were cool and like yeah. our fans were really nice to them, which I thought was great. And their fans tolerated us. It was a perfect marriage. It worked out really well. And uh, most importantly for me is that I've in the last year or two, I've really gotten into cricket. So I had the opportunity to have a day off at the, uh, at the Melbourne cricket ground. And that was a, the MCG was a big one for me. Oh, that's awesome. Bit of yeah. Listening. Hey, like you're always welcome down here in Australia. We love seeing you. And that show in Brisbane, because I'm in, well, I'm on the Gold Coast, but Brisbane. Yeah. Oh, well, pardon me. But, um, you know, down the road. But, uh, <laughs> mate, everyone was saying how awesome it was. I couldn't make was... it, but my photographer and reviewer made it, and he was like, that was just insane. Cool. Yeah, it was great because it was not in the place it was supposed to be because of the cyclones. So where we were going to play was where they were helping people who were, like, homeless or having problems. So we played in this awesome smaller place, which is how it should be in the first place. This kind of this, uh, I don't remember the name of the club, but what was great about it is it was completely packed and people are right there in your face, which is, that's how punk is delivered. You know, I mean, it comes, you know, we all have to remember that. That's when it's, it's at its best. So I yeah, had a really good time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What was it? No, it was a, it was a river stage is where you did, right? No. Yes. You, you, I don't come on. I've, I've been home for two weeks. Every, all my memory is completely gone. I know. So is mine. I know. And I'm <laughs> the Saturday morning and I haven't, 
I, I'm getting there. I'm slowly getting there. But anyway, anyway, man, I, I really, really like this new fake names album, like yeah. Expendables. It just came out. Was it yesterday? But I, I was lucky. I had it early. Man, yeah. I, I've been walking around for a while with delete myself in my head. But um, that's the goal. Yeah, definitely, man. It's an earworm. But the rest of the album, all together as a whole, when once you hear it. You know, it's it's really really cool, man. It it really complements each other. It's 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 a really great record, man. Well, that's very kind of you to say. Thank you. I mean, that's kind of, you know, we don't really have a plan for this band other than we like to write music that that we like to listen to, and so we're drawing from all of these influences. Which, admittedly, I mean, we're in our you know, except for our hot young singer Dennis. <laughs> we're all in our mid fifties and older, you know, so it sounds a little like classic punk and classic rock. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of a weird mix. Um, and then Dennis comes in and it's uh, it just, it, it becomes its own thing. It's like cool and weird and un- unexpected. And I think that's why it's fun. I mean, it's just a different, you don't really hear someone, you know, screaming about revolution over kind mm. of like a mellow Joe Perry riff. You just don't hear that anymore or ever. So. It's true. No, it's true, and I think that's what I like about it so much. You know that contrast is there, and it's it, you know, and, and I think it might it, it might talk to some people that wouldn't usually um you know hear those things. I hope so, and that's the thing. You know, we all have to remember that punk is protest music, and mm. the lyrics. As much as I like, you know, I, I I'm a big guitar fan, obviously, but the lyrics were the point. So if you're having these kind of punk serious lyrics that are being delivered in the way that music that doesn't matter is delivered for lack of a better explanation, just sort of uh, it's extra unexpected, but it is effective in the goal, which is of course, we still want to smash the state. I mean, just because I'm old doesn't mean I'm not punk anymore. Fuck the man. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, this is, this is how I grew up and I will never change. You're not old, brother. I don't mean old. I'm just saying relative to, Uh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. no, I feel like I'm 30. It's no big deal. I'm not, I'm not being ageist at all. I'm totally stoked. It's just uh, for the, for conversation's sake. I see. Well, I feel old and I'm 40. Well, you you certainly are. You look like a baby. (laughs) Thanks mate. Thanks mate. Yeah. Wait to see, see me shape. But I guess (laughs) that's the thing about punk over the years is, you know, do you think it sort of lost its teeth for a while? You know, everyone's singing about their girlfriend and going for a skate and stuff like that instead of some real tough issues. That's a product of things getting popular. And I am I am so stoked and proud of all of these bands who have come after Bad Religion and have gone Mm. just on this huge other level because they're reaching so many people who would never have taken an interest in punk. But I think that there is some caveat there that like a Blink-182 song is going to be dealing with the the topics that the fans of Blink-182 are interested in. And they are a different, a whole different generation. And it's, you know, there's nothing wrong about singing about your girlfriend or like, you know, losing a fight. But my taste goes to something a little more on the Anarchy in the UK style. And it's, uh, you know, the it, it's just all of it's great, but I, I think it has gotten softer, but that's just because the audience has gotten softer. It's not dangerous. Punk isn't dangerous anymore. That's it. And uh, yeah. that's really what it is. I mean, you, you know, fortunately we have, we have a lot of metal that still is, um, which is great news for people like me, but you know, punk is, punk is a little, uh, a little more user-friendly. So you, you say you're a metal dude as well. I, I am an old school metal dude. I am a motorhead maiden dude. 
um, you know, and, and and modern versions. And I love dancing, by the way. Your dancing shirt is awesome. Oh yeah, the Zig. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah the Zig is big. We love him. <laughs> um, but yeah, of course, I like I like uh, I like heavy music. I like aggressive music, and that's what you have. Your metal. I, hey man, I, I'm I'm all across the board. Like you, I mean, you're a very diverse songwriter. You know, you you seem to do a lot of different stuff, and that's that's really cool. And that's why I think, you know, I, I gravitate towards what you're doing. Is you know, you, thank you. You don't just go one little thing. Yeah, I I, I well, I I can do three things. I yeah. think I can do the fast one, and then the mid tempo, and the slow. <laughs> and that's you know, those are skills that you acquire over time. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just uh, I have never really thought of myself as a songwriter, and that's probably part of it. There's like I write riffs or I I write the, the hooks and the riffs. And then in fake names is a great example. Michael, my partner, takes all of my junk and makes it into a song because he's he's good at it. He's a he's an actual songwriter. And so having him is so invaluable because he can take just one riff and then all of a sudden he's got a middle eight and he's got verses and you're like, you know, I, it, I would never have done that. I would have just let the riff die in my voice memo collection, maybe tried to show it to Brett Gerowitz. You know, sometimes he digs the riffs, but I would never have made anything out of it without Michael. And so that's kind of why this partnership is so vibrant and important. Is that what's the process of, of fake names? So you, you'll come up with a riff and then you'll take it to him and you guys will sit around and, and, and chill out and, and then for, it goes from there. No, well, Michael writes too. I mean, we write, we yeah, both write, uh, we, we both only, we're only writing music for this project because we, Dennis is writing the lyrics. That's part yes. of our deal. So what Michael and I do is that we just get enough songs that are worth sending to Dennis. And sometimes it's a song that I have written top to bottom. Michael top to bottom writes songs too, or maybe Michael will have a riff and then I'll hear something in it and make it. But it's it's incredibly collaborative. And it's not the only way it's skewed is that Michael, without Michael, this wouldn't work. We both put in the same amount of effort, but his his uh his more advanced understanding of songwriting is what makes this platform. And then we give it to Dennis and he does whatever he wants. And we don't change what he does. The only time is if you like, because English isn't his first language, though he is, speaks English better than I do. If he's using a word that's like in America was from 1950, but he doesn't know because oh, he's yeah, in Sweden, yeah. then we just tell him, well, no, this is the new way to say that, you know, like little, little shit like that. Never, uh, never change his intent or, or what he wants to sing about. And that's kind of, that's, it's that simple, really. How far back do the songs for this one go? Because I know, you know, was it the first one came out in 2020. Yeah. It was right, like right, when COVID, but... right when we locked down. Yeah. It was like, okay, you can't leave your house. Here's your new record, which was good and bad, you know, not good for touring. No, you did one show. Was it one show that you made? We did one show. We did one show before the record came out. Just one. We've only played, we still have only played one show. So our second show is going to be with two full albums out. That's cool, but um, yeah, it's gonna be it's either gonna be great or fucking mess. Who knows? We'll see. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be great. That's it. That's the, I, I the hope so. about it. I man, both those albums are really good, and I think that's the and Dennis is a phenomenal frontman, like incredible, one of He's the so best. Yeah, yeah, he definitely is, and I love that he has no uh, it, like he's 
he's all in. There is no sense of holding back or maybe shame or this not, you know, he doesn't think like that. It's like when he's singing, it is an, an, an immediate expression. I hate the word organic and I won't use it, but I can't think of a better one. It's just, this comes from him. It's just yeah. organic, like, wow. And he's hanging from the fucking rafters in like a, you know, in skinny jeans. It's like, <laughs> the fuck am I going to get to do that from the punk scene? Yeah. Nobody. What you see Ian McKay hanging upside down in skinny jeans with the fucking, no, you're not going to see that. <laughs> But he's a really good dude too. I've 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 been lucky yeah. enough to speak to him a couple of times over the years, and he's just he's a really sweet dude too. Like he's yeah. an absolute maniac when he gets up there, but he's a really polite, <laughs> nice Swedish <Yeah>. man. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah, I am I am I am much better a man for having him as my friend. He's he's really been he's a great friend, and he's really he's just very interesting. He is interested in lots of things, and he knows a lot about a lot of different things which is always fun to have dinner with somebody like that. Yeah. He's a smart cookie too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he sure is. But, uh, you know, you got a tour coming up. Yeah. Hey, you yeah, we're jamming, gonna... jamming, getting ready to jam, what? getting ready to jam, never... getting ready to get into it. Get ready to jam. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's, I really am getting ready to do it. I don't have, I have, uh, I have to do a couple of bad religion shows before at the end of this month, but yeah. then it's all April is, uh, these fake names and we're going to test our metal out on uh on the east and west coast of the states and uh from there our attitude is we want to play everywhere and the timing is only based on if refused is doing something or bad religion or johnny temple of courses and girls against boys and soul side we're all in a lot of different bands and uh we're the newest band of all the bands we're in so you kind of have to give the you know, the the ones that you've uh, invested the most time in, they get precedent. Like, I'm, I'm not going to cancel a bad religion tour to play one show in Kansas with fake names. I'm just not going to do it. Um, so, but what that means is there, we're finding holes when we can go places. And our thing is we want to go everywhere. And we want to go to, we want to go to Australia. We want to go to New Zealand. And the beauty of fake names is that we can. Like, as long, like, I'll eat my plane ticket and play for you know i don't expect to make any money yeah, yeah i don't yeah. care so we can go and do the cool shit we can play the cool small show and fucking kill it and have a packed small house and it costs us a plane ticket and that's fine there's none of this math or management or rock and roll shit that goes into being a bigger band and it's like that's just such freedom it's like yeah fuck yeah i'll come and play six shows in australia fuck yeah i will Is it's it fun is it locked in? Is it something locked no, in? No, of course not. This is all no. fantasy talk, but I'm, I'm giving you an example of our attitude. No, it's, uh, no, but I mean, these people, all, you know, what are your plans for touring? Is I get that a lot in a lot of these interviews and they are to tour as much as possible, but things are in flux right now because we don't exactly know when, uh, you know, that bad religion schedule is still not firm uh, for the rest of, uh, for, for the end of this year. So mm. I wish I I wish I could give you more detail, but this is the this is the life we chose. You had me you had me hanging just for one second. Well, we're, we're coming though. We're coming for sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. And I'll be waiting. I'll just be waiting at every venue every night until two nights Gold Coast, three nights Brizzy. We'll be there. Hey, 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 hey! It's uh, you should totally come and play the Gold Coast. Play Vinny's Dive. If you've heard of Vinny's Dive, it's a punk club on the Gold Coast. That I'll would- look it up fucking rip dude that would be i played there several times it's it's awesome 
the only thing is that if I go play gold, the Gold Coast, then my wife's going to want to come because yep. she's like obsessed with reality television. And there's oh. some show that's like the Gold Coast that, that she like really got into and was like, it's like, have you ever played Gold Coast? I was like, well, no. I mean, it's like I played Sydney. I haven't really. We just never had the opportunity. She's like, I, I know she's going to want to go because she's obsessed with it. Ah, you will. Cool. Hey, just come down. You know? Yeah. No, it's going to be cool. I'm, I'm saying it's going to turn into a vacation. <laughs> That's and it, isn't that what isn't that what life's about? That's Come right. On. That's exactly yeah. right. But you know, saying that you know you all you're all in different bands, you're all busy, but with the different fan bases coming together, have you have you noticed that you, you get different reactions? Even that first show that you played before the album dropped. Yeah. Did you find that you know the different fan bases coming together, different reactions to the tunes. How, how was it? Um, I Yeah, and it's funny. There are some people, I think, who at least, because we didn't have music out yet, there were people who were coming to that first show, and they kind of were expecting, I think, to see music like we played when we were kids. I don't think they really, you know, we never really defined ourselves. And so they're coming to see, like, that's the guy in Minor Threat. That's the guy yeah. in Refused. And they expect it to be this kind of, that kind of thing. And there's elements of that in what we do, but it's not what we sound like. Um, and in just that one show, uh, what we found out is those people dug it anyway. Like they were totally, it was kind of watching people go like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing here. And I like it. And um, I think people are going to be more educated now that we have a few albums out. But um, it's always great to see the people who just want to be like, they just want to be in the room with Brendan Canty. You know, yeah. like the Fugazi fans, like, I just want to be in the room. I don't care what he's doing. And it's like, that's so nice to, you know, there he is. There he is. <laughs> Playing drums. Man. It's good. I, I like to make people happy. I've got to say, like, this the, the term supergroup gets thrown around a lot, but man, you yeah. guys are pretty fucking super. <laughs> like oh it's combined the, energies is pretty damn good. I know it's funny though, because I've been on a quest to find a better descriptor than supergroup. I know. Uh, and it's it's like I hate saying it, but sometimes there's no other way to describe it. And it's like built in, like they've been saying supergroup since like, yes, and Emerson, Lake and Palmer, like this has been poisoning our dialogue for like 50, 60 years now. And the first person can come up with an excellent, uh, you know, synonym for supergroup that doesn't make the members of the group feel embarrassed. Yeah. That's going to be a, a, a huge contributor to music journalism and discourse that that, that man or woman. They get to work, eh? Yeah, thank you. No, I'll pay, I'll pay too. Hundred bucks, <laughs> right out of my pocket. Hundred bucks US. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, I like money. <laughs> no. <It's> okay. <laughs> You'll be like, no money for you. That is a shit word. But I'll be like, okay, all right, all right. If your work is good, you will be compensated for it. Okay. All right. That sucks. It's trash. But anyway. Um, I, do, I, I did want to mention I do like your guitar review videos Oh thank you They are very cool Total accident and the problem with those is that I can't just make them Because as you see there's no editing yeah. And like if I So firstly it has to come to me That I want to do something And then I have to do it And if I can't get it done In like 10 minutes Then it's done it's like the reason why I think it's funny is because I'm just making shit up. And yeah, so people are like, why don't you do more of them? It's like, I'm trying, 
but I can't like go oh, today. I'm going to go make another one of those cute fucking Instagram videos. Like I just, just doesn't work that way. It's like, it, it just happens. It's like a moment. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I, I should have done a couple more by now. I don't even know when the last one was, but, uh, there more will come. It's just, they have to, the inspiration has to be there or it's bullshit. <laughs> have you, how many guitars would you say you've got? Like a hundred? No, like 64. 64, I think, is the last number, but I have a couple that are for sale at a local shop. Okay. Um, so it'll probably go down, but then it'll go back up. I mean, I, I sell guitars um, if they're not good. Like, I, I buy a bunch of guitars, but I sell a lot of them because you can't really tell. You have to live with one Yes. to really see if it's going to do something good. And they're tools to me. I mean, I think they're cool to look at, but I'm not like a collector, like, I don't collect expensive stuff because it's expensive. And I, you know, I have some really cheap guitars that are great. And then I will buy a nice guitar. I, I actually, what I have for sale in, uh, in New Jersey is this awesome 1974 SG refinished in like emerald green, all original fucking amazing tarback pickups. Great. Beautiful. It's not good. It sure <laughs> looks great. And I paid too much for it. And oh, I'm like, really? this is going to be the best thing in the world. And I got it home and I really wanted to make it the best thing in the world, but it was all original. So I couldn't start. I didn't want to start hacking it up or like even just removing the changing pickups and just starting to monkey with it. Like I do with my stage guitars. I was like, this guitar is too nice for that. And it doesn't sound good enough for me to keep. And fortunately, I don't think anyone's going to be watching this. Who's going to the guitar store in New Jersey to look for an SG. Not to say that you're scope. You know, not to say that you're not worldwide. <laughs> yeah, no, but Imagine but I may I I hope I haven't lost a sale. It's priced, <laughs> it's priced it's less than I paid for it. So I am I am a realistic man. I am not trying to screw anybody. Maybe they like it. Maybe they like tinny dead guitars, but I don't. Do you have you ever found any on the road? Not on the yeah. side of the road, like you're like, there's a guitar. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like, I used to that you have to have. Of course. Um, but that was really before before eBay and reverb, like yeah, yeah. you roam the earth and you would just get the best shit. I mean, now it's like, you know, everybody just, everything is online. So the chances of stumbling into something are much lower, but I go to guitar stores in every city that I'm in. If, if I have like more than an hour or two to spare, I will go to any guitar store. Cause I just like to be in the room with guitars and smell them. It's like Brendan Canty. I just want to be in the room. <laughs> you know? Um, but I haven't bought anything out in the wild recently that I can that I can think of right now. Sometimes, you know, you're out yeah. and out and you'll see something. You go, oh, I've got to have that. Oh, I can't really. Oh, I can't. I'll let the wife know. But oh, it's coming back somehow. She, she, <laughs> doesn't, she doesn't care. She all thinks they're the same guitar. That's what's amazing. <laughs> Don't you already have that one? I was like, well, I mean, it's shaped like ones that I have. Yes. but It's the same, same thing, but different. You know. Let me tell, let me tell you about the difference between this Les Paul studio and this Les Paul, you know, 1959 reissue, ma'am. And, and, she and then she just goes, All right, I don't give a shit. Yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, what else you got coming up, man, for the rest of the year? I mean, we're just kicking. I got, uh, I got I'm going to Japan with Bad Religion at the end of the month. And then uh, Bad Religion is playing punk rock bowling, which is kind of like the super punk big day out that we mm -hmm. have in the States. 
um, which is always fun. We've played it a number of times, and it's uh, it's everybody we love is playing. It's you know the, our guys like Ranson, Dropkicks, Pennywise, the whole thing, and uh, it's 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 just so much fun. We always we always try to do it every, at least every other year. You know they have that they can't invite us every year, I guess, because it's probably get boring. Um, and then I have uh, Fake Names is playing another fest uh, a month later called the Riot Fest, and that's in Chicago. And this is. Uh, this is a more diverse festival. It's probably closer to a big day out because it's not just focused on punk. Um, and this is a great festival that I played in. Uh, in this will be the third. This will be the third band that I played Riot Fest in, um, because Beatrats played Riot Fest a year or two ago. Also, and Bad Religion has played it. I think we played it last year. We played it like five or six times, and that's that's awesome too. Um, and then I have a. Bad Religion. Uh, I totally skip. Bad Religion is going to. Uh, we're going to do uh, Spain and Portugal uh, in May, and then uh, there's some other stuff I can't talk about that probably is going to happen while we're in Europe, but I can't talk about it. And then there's. Uh, do we have? We definitely have most of July and August off, so everybody. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot of new dads in Bad Religion. Believe it or not, like Graffin and Jay both have. Uh, Graffin's kid is like eight and Jay has a daughter who's nine and they have a newborn. Oh, well. Dragon's like maybe eight months old. So summertime is still like kid family fun time for those guys. So, you know, we used to take off in like December and November because no one wants to tour when it's cold and now it's flipped because um so they're gonna have family time and then uh a bunch of stuff and Bad Religion is doing a lot of American festivals um through the end of the year. And uh, we're going to go to South America as well, um, which we haven't been to in a couple of years. And that's always wonderful down there. So it's a pretty busy, you know, for us, it's a pretty busy year. And um, hopefully I can stick some fake names in there between the lines. Yeah, absolutely. And Australia somewhere. Because, I mean, it's funny because you mentioned Japan. Bands used to go Japan, then Australia. Being that yeah. we're like right here, but I've been noticing of late the bands have been doing a, like a little flip. Like they'll do Australia, they'll go home, then they'll bounce back and do Japan, or they'll do it not yeah. straight back to back. It's just about timing. Like we yeah. would not be against that, but what we're doing in Japan are uh, these punk spring festivals, which happen at that certain time. Mm. And when we had our Australian tour with Social Distortion in the works, that's when it had to be. So there was yeah. really no. No chance to double up. It used to be we would do Australia, Japan, and Hawaii um, because Hawaii is so far away from the U.S. mainland. And it's yeah, always yeah. kind of – you'd end the tour in Hawaii and, like, have your family come and zone out. But, you know, not anymore. I'm just like a working commuter man now. It's just like 13 hours on the plane, get off, rock, get back on the plane, go home. You know, it's yeah. not really a hard life. I can't – I could not complain, but it's – uh <laughs> It's a little less wild than it used to be. Man, man. Well, we love seeing you down here, so we're hopefully we get that fake names, and you're always welcome no matter what you're doing, brother. And, well uh, appreciated. And, yes, yeah, so we'll always – I'm going to come back there till I'm dead. I love Australia. It's just a great place to play, and it is so beautiful, and everybody's so fucking cool. I mean, even the badasses, and most people are badasses. They're nice. They're just <laughs> really? badasses. Yeah, yeah, dude, I. it's <laughs> crazy. The people I've met have been just so – just it's just great so i love it oh, coming man. back and here we thought i thought you'd be like another fucking australian no, I, was dude, just there. I was just it, there 
it's boring to you. It's a privilege for us Yanks. <laughs> it's a fantasy land. It's like Los Angeles ten years ago, but with like half the traffic and everybody's good looking. It's amazing. I'm glad. Hey, you said I'm. I'm going to take that as a compliment. Yes. Sorry. Well, I wasn't talking about you specifically, but yes, as as an Australian, <laughs> you definitely you you can come into the circle. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'll poke my head in. Cool. Go. No. No. Over there. Over there. Cool. But, um. Anyway. <laughs> It, it's been great hanging out with you on this show. We'll have all the links down here to the Fake Names album Expendables. That's out everywhere now and on the website great. as well. Uh, brother, take care and thank you so much again. It's been awesome. Hey, Nev, it's been my pleasure. Uh, I hope to talk to you as soon as possible. Let's go. Let's do it. Cheers. Thanks, bro. See ya.